found in the presence of the Lord and as we come together this morning it's a privilege indeed as David said it was, I was glad when they say unto me let us go into the house of the Lord it is this joy that we should have every time we come together realizing in whom presence we will be and we are in this morning we have been reflecting on this gift, the gift of love. The greatest gift that ever was given. The gift that keeps on giving. The gift of our blessed Savior. The Son of God, the only Son of God, which was given to us freely. And this morning I just want to reflect on a few thoughts we've had and we'll turn to Matthew chapter 2 this will reflect on the attitude we should have when we think of this gift Matthew chapter 2 I'm just going to read one verse there or two verse 1 and 2 and now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king behold there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying where is he that is born king of the Jews for we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him I just stop there. What shall our attitude be when we contemplate the Lord? These wise men traveled from far. Not sure about the miles. I'm sure it's between night and day, night and day, night and day to get there. And what was their attitude when they get there? They wanted to worship. So when we come in the presence of the Lord, or we think of the Lord, our attitude should be an attitude of worship. We should be in humble thoughts, in humble deeds, but an outburst of praise. Praise is unlimited. We should not put a cap on it. So our attitude is to praise him. But then we remember over in um, Revelation, I think it's Revelation 3. Looking at what that verse says, we were created 
for his glory. I think it's I didn't prepare. I'm looking for a verse that says, um, for these were created for his glory. Chapter 4. Chapter 4, yes. Verse 11. Thank you. Thank you. That's chapter 4, not 3. It says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Now who is that they? It's us. Those have been created by God. We're created for his honor, for his glory. If you remember back in the Genesis when Adam and Eve was created, God would, in the cool of the day, come down and com communicate with, with them. You know how, how peaceful that was in the garden when God would come and have full communion with man. But then that has been broken when the devil stepped in. So here comes this gift from God himself who was betrayed by us. But yet he gave this wonderful gift. To make right that which he did not wrong. So this gift came in Christmas, quote unquote, the time that we do focus on it. But for us as believers, we don't need this time to focus on the Lord Jesus. Our attitude should be in his presence right through the year, every day. Because this is what he deserves. We were nothing because we have been put away, as it were, separated from God. We have no worth. Our gift was, or our payment, as it were, was destruction and hell. But Jesus came and he paid that debt. You made God forget about our sins. Because that blood which we were contemplating today, the body and the blood of Christ which was offered up as a sacrifice for us, it paid the price in full for our salvation. So God has forgotten all the sins that we have committed. He has forgotten that we had betrayed him. We had forgotten that we rejected him. So this morning as we come with this attitude of praise and worship, we're praising the Lord for the work that he has done. It is something that cannot be measured by nothing on the face of the earth, nor in heaven otherwise. It cannot be measured. This is something that we cannot put a price on. We cannot work for it. As our brother mentioned in prayer this morning, not of works, lest any man should boast. Can you imagine if somebody could have bought redemption? There would be a lot of people left out. And a few 
would be in the presence of God. But God is just, He's merciful, He's forgiven, He's full of grace, full of mercy. As we said, merciful, I mean, He's full of mercy. Mercy that we can't limit either. And this mercy was poured out before the eyes of men on Calvary. How can it be that a sinner who is so undeserving is now seen as just to be in the presence of a holy God? We cannot understand it, but we must praise the Lord for his love and his grace. And as this morning we are reflected of on this marvelous gift which was given freely. It had to be free because we could not afford it. So God is gracious and merciful. And this morning we are basking in his love as we worship and we praise him. This should be your attitude on a daily basis, not just this time of year. So I hope and trust that as we contemplate these things, We'll be reminded that God loves us so much. More than we tongue or thought can tell. We cannot even think about it, how much this love is. It is strong and it's not going away. This is ours. So if we haven't actually grasped this love in a real way, we need to be thinking about it more than ever. There's a lot of benefit that comes with it. We won't go into all of those right now, but we just want to focus on the, the, the gift, the value of the gift, or what our attitude should be. It should be an attitude of praise and worship in our way. I'm not saying we should go everywhere, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, which is fine too. Not, nothing's wrong with saying praise of the Lord in, in public, but this should be our attitude in our hearts as we continue to walk in the scene Encourage one another, tell people about the Lord, so they too can grab hold of this great love and this great appreciation for our Lord and Savior. I trust that this would motivate us a little bit more to be an attitude of praise in the things we do, the things we say. For his name's sake. Amen. <coughs>